Are you the kind of person who's excited by the final episode of a podcast season but also dreads having to wait for the next season? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's walk barefoot for two steps and immediately step on something incredibly sharp. (laughs) Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Dion, I wanted to start this episode off thanking you for your beautiful introductions that you've done all season long. Mm. They're very funny, which is so unlike you. (laughs) Thanks, Christian. This sounds great. Is it leading to a broader point? (laughs) It is leading to a broader point. We had a fan submit a a pattern that they recognised and supercut into a tight little clip cool. just for this retrospective. No doubt this will be flattering. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've grappled with something like this, then you're in good company. Well, if you've thought about this, then you're in good company. Well, if this is a question that's ever crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Well, if you are, then you're in good company. You're in good company. You're in good company. You're in good company. 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 Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Okay. <laughs> just fade that down now, Christian. Do you want it in the background? <laughs> the whole episode. Um, look, I think consistency is very important. I think this podcast, we like to think it's consistently funny. And so the intro has to be exactly the same every time with the same intonation on company. No, I don't. I like the idea that that is a pre-recorded bit. You do all of it live. Play the, play the company. Yeah, Christian, play the company Christian's bit. on the soundboard yeah. hitting company. That's great. Um, thank you to the to the fan that um, that did that. Um, yeah, we always encourage fans to <laughs> to mock up things that that defame my character. So please continue to do it. Before we crack into the show proper, just a reminder to everyone, we do have a live show coming up the 25th of May. Tickets are on sale. Tickets are almost sold out. So quickly jump on our social media channels and find the link. Book quickly. Go. Do it now. (laughs) Now, as some of you may or may not know, I do all the editing for the show. um, And similar to the way that that listener found a pattern, um, there's a lot of stuff that happens between the bits so just in little bits in between that you guys don't end up being privy to because you don't hear it back i hear it all back um and so there are a few particularly with you Dion. oh my god <laughs> similar with the company oh there god. are a couple of phrases that get <laughs> oh said no. a lot oh a no. lot in the bits between oh, be so- um so i've put together a little bit of a compilation oh for you um and i'll let you listeners you guess what the two phrases are because they come up a lot no problem. No, pro- <laughs> no problem. And how Christian's position makes no sense. No problem. I'm sorry. What's in there? No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. No problem. No problem. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's shocking. <laughs> I'm sorry and no problem. Can I just point something out? When I do say it, most of the time in the background, you are laughing. So it is, so it is funny. Yes, can, it is. Can I also pull oh, the God. veil back a little bit more? Oh, At the start of this season, Dion and I tried to work a segment into this show called <laughs> I'm Sorry. Just to find a reason to say it more. What was the idea? The idea was... I'm a- sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was just someone misheard something, I think. And there's one character always like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I'm what sorry. a weak premise. Yeah. Just someone mishearing something. Uh, but, what, but what a good punchline it is, though. <laughs> 
So we're going to open the Season 3 Retrospective Part 2 with a bone to pick with you, Christian. I got a bone to pick. So, um, so Christian, we went away with a group of friends on a Bucks weekend, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you and I decided to share a room together, and I was really happy to share a room with yeah, you. Yeah, so was I, because we both know we don't snore. Yeah, we don't snore, exactly, and that's the Great. one requirement. Don't snore, don't stink. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, we actually thought we had to sleep in uh, one bed together, but we actually found another bed that Christian got into. Anyway. Sorry, um, hang on. Just <laughs> explain the idea of finding a bed. <laughs> We it's found like, a room that had two beds. Well, it's like oh. find, it's like finding Nemo, but with beds. <laughs> finding mattress, um, and um, ended up having a very big night. Went to bed very late. Josh, you would have loved it if you were there because you great. love a late night. Um, and then at seven o'clock in the morning, um, this sound played. Oh. Can you stop that for me? So Christian, that would play. And then five minutes later, this sound played. <laughs> And then five minutes later, this sound played. This literally happened five (laughs) times. And I wondered what in the hell is going on? Was he turning them off? He was he was sort of waking up turning them, turning them off and then I came over and I just said to him what are you doing <laughs> so so you might remember in patch 36 Christian has a cascade of alarms <laughs> I experienced the cascade <laughs> of alarms I was exhausted Can I can I ask you something did it wake you up <laughs> It woke me up repeatedly but I couldn't believe I didn't understand what was happening First of all why choose that sound effect yeah, to wake okay. up to? Okay. What are you doing? Okay, so in my defense, I set those alarms in the drunken state that we went to bed in. And normally that's my final alarm. The one that's like, hey, mate, this is the cutoff point. Oh. Normally I have a much gentler alarm. Oh, but also, I would have turned it off if I was in the right state of mind. Can you please describe to Josh what had happened midway through the night? Oh, amazing. <laughs> I forgot about this. So Christian at about 4am, like was sleeping fast asleep. I was fast asleep. Suddenly jumps out of his bed onto his feet and goes, what was that? <laughs> and I was like, Christian, what are you doing? He's like, and then he went to the bathroom, was there for ages and then came back, went straight back to sleep. <laughs> it was such a disruptive night. It was incredibly disruptive. Pick so the right was- sleeping partner, did yeah. you? Jesus. <laughs> So, so yeah, I would have preferred a snorer. <laughs> um, would, would you have? Yeah. No, I don't think so, no. Yeah. But those, I just couldn't believe the actual nature of the alarm and the fact that you just didn't shut them up. And this made me think, like, when you're, when you're in a hostel, when you're sleeping with other mm. people in a room, turn off your fucking alarms. You're right. Well, I used to do at hostels and stuff, I'd put my headphones in because often I listen to a podcast so I go to sleep. Yeah. And I used to get a little bit paranoid about them falling out of my ears and then me not being able to hear the alarm in the morning. But it never happened. They ah. always stayed in enough that I always hear the alarm in the Doesn't morning. Doesn't the alarm play through the no. phone speakers nope. if you're plugged in? Nope. Really? Well, not on my phone. Okay. Have we talked about this before? I would love to be able to sleep on my back. There's something there's something that's so have we talked about this? There's something that's so alluring. You're about done it. with alarms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I have I have, Really? I cannot I've tried so many times. The the issue with trying to sleep on your back, I think if you're not traditionally a back sleeper, is you you're very you're very aware 
that you're trying a new thing. Yeah. And the moment that you're you're conscious of trying something new, yeah. you're not going to sleep. What are you guys talking no, it's, about? It's also, it's also that I'd love to sleep on my back and I'd love for my girlfriend to fall asleep on my stomach, but it never happens because I, I have to get back. I don't know. There's something very masculine about it. <laughs> well, you put your arm out and she sort of snuggles yeah, she's, in. And, she, and, then we, and then we, you know, fall yeah, asleep yeah, yeah. like that. I think that'd be beautiful. But Yeah, if you're in a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But for me, I'm just sleeping on my stomach with my neck turned to the yeah. left-hand side. You're, you find it easier to sleep when your stomach than your back. I, yeah. I'm a stomach sleeper. What is wrong time? with both of you? Hang on, hang on a second. I start no on ro- my side oh. and then I go onto the back. And then you back sleep I'll tell you, the whole I'll time. tell you the secret. I think give this a go, guys. You take your hand and you tuck it under your opposite armpit. So right hand under your left armpit, left hand under your right armpit. And then what? Tuck them in. And that's just comfy and you go to sleep like that on your back. That is mm. so dumb. Is it? You're Seriously, t- try it. I've been sleeping this way for so many years. You reckon just touching my armpits is going <laughs> to make, make me sleep differently? Have you have you ever cuddled a pillow in your bed? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I, I found that I don't mind occasionally Cuddling. because I just became very cognizant that maybe if I said every night, it would be weird. <laughs> um, I don't mind occasionally having the weight of something on my chest. Oh, over the top of you. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of what you're getting there, Josh, by crossing your yeah, arms. Yeah, it's like a safety thing. It's a security. Yeah. Actually, talking about like um, being comfortable in bed, something that I don't know if you've tried this, Josh, sleeping on your side, have you ever put a pillow between your legs? It is so comfortable. <laughs> really? You would not believe it. <laughs> Listeners, sleep. get on your side. Sleepers. <laughs> Sleepers. The world around. If you're on a tram, a bus, a train or at home, get on your side, put a pillow between your legs between like between your knees it is so comfortable i have this association with that being what pregnant women do it is so comfortable (laughs) (laughs) isn't that bullshit the pregnant women it's all about being comfortable yeah going outside of that no that makes sense because outside of that no you don't need to be comfortable (laughs) hey you're pregnant get comfortable but also with their maternity wear everything's stretchy it's like what I would love to be given that kind of leeway right. in everyday life. Would you wear a... What do they call A moo Would you wear a Or a caftan. Caftan? Yeah. What's that? My my dad Similar used to thing. call me the, caft- <laughs> the caftan kid. <laughs> oh, that's not because very nice. Because I was quite round as a child. <laughs> what did you wear when you were a child? Did you wear caftans? Normally, they'd just throw a blanket on me. <laughs> So in patch 40, you might remember that I called out a very unfunny friend, a German friend. Um, anyway, he... What a he, strange combination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you might remember in patch 40, he routinely um, sent me unfunny messages on WhatsApp. I didn't know what was going on. And we had a discussion about what do you do with these friends? Christian just writes, ha-ha, to all his friends. <laughs> yeah, which is and bullshit been- now. Now everyone calls me out on it and says, oh, you've given me the ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Do you, do you have anywhere to go now? No, I've, I don't know how to react because sometimes it's genuinely funny so, and yeah. you react with a ha-ha-ha. You need a new phrase that lets them know this is the real funny stuff, Do you know guys. what I've started doing? Audio recording me laughing. <laughs> oh, and yeah. sending it. And sending it, being like, this is legit. Oh, that is so strange. And now yeah. the next phase of that is you keep that recording <laughs> and you just shoot that <laughs> off every time. <laughs> That's great. Christian's actually playing the recording now. <laughs> Anyway, so this friend actually sent me a message out of the blue in between all the unfunny memes he sends me, and he sent me this voice message. Christian, can you play this for us? Dion, how about uh, you give me the opportunity for a rebuttal? Because (laughs) what you don't get, I think, is that this is meant to be funny on a more meta level because it's... (laughs) If it makes you laugh, great. The stuff that I sent you, if it makes you laugh, great. But... 
what's funny for me is your complete in inability to to react to this you know because i know that this is really low humor you're fuming and you're you think okay philip could do better and i know it i don't know why he sends me this stuff and uh and that's just funny to me and i think that's a, a big part of why i'm sending this to you so so philip, philip said that i don't buy it, it that is bullshit that no. is, that is a guilty that is a guilty man i 100 yeah. believe he finds it hilarious <laughs> that you react so strangely but, to but, these but philip still thinks that there's a level of humor in each of the messages that he well sends. he did say that start. he's like you know if you laugh at initially great but if you don't i got the backup laughs of yeah. you getting upset that's really true so what we'll do is we actually forgot to do it for patch 40 but on our social media i'm going to post some of the things that philip messages me and we'll let the audience decide let them decide whether it's funny or not i don't think they are with the pat we'll call it we'll call it the patchwork bible (laughs) (laughs) isn't it isn't it in german the word is schadenfreude (laughs) for what patchwork bible (laughs) 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 laughing at other people's misfortune i don't know christian is that what it is we'll ask philip dion how about uh, (laughs) but dion has his behavior changed in any way since the episode release it's actually a really good point it has he sends me uh far less of those messages thank god still when he does very poor quality (laughs) all the time unfunny poor quality do you feel like you're missing out now no, do you, I do. do you miss the the low grade humor? No, I don't miss the friendship one bit. <laughs> <laughs> what if he moves to Australia and and you're sitting with him in real life? Is he the same? Is he unfunny? Because he sounded hilarious. No, no, no. He's a very. That's the thing that was so confusing about. It. He's very, very funny in person. And his accent's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, Philip mentioned that he might be attending the live show in May. So I'm really looking forward to looking at him Great. with his arms crossed, <laughs> not laughing at anything. And then you'll get great enjoyment out of that. <laughs> Let, let's, Hilarious, Philip. Yeah. Hilarious. You'll just be saying bad jokes the whole time. Going, look, look how much the German isn't laughing. <laughs> now, in Patch 34, we had a coup, a military coup. Is coup the right word where you have something good happen? Is it like a chicken coup? No, no. <laughs> What's coup then? Coup is like a military like they kick um, out the standing president or something, the military takes over. But what is it? A purple patch then? <laughs> a purple patch in a coup. <laughs> um, the military's it- having a real purple patch. Like, oh, they had a great coup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Purple Patch is like a series of good fortune. Well, well, we had a, a moment of good fortune when we had Andy Lee on the show. That's yeah. what I was trying to say uh, back in Patch 34. And we spoke at length about giving gifts and birthday cards. Now, I wanted to follow on from that chat because I had an incident that occurred last week, Dion, that you may not be familiar with, but your girlfriend had a birthday mm-hmm. and celebrated it with a beautiful picnic in the park. Yep. Now... You and your girlfriend both bought for me on my birthday when I had a birthday barbecue. Mm. You bought me this great frying pan, and it was a—it's a very good gift. It's—it's mm. it's taken top place in my frying pan usage. Yep. Um, Where do you store that frying pan? Out of interest, in my bedroom. <laughs> Do anyone else anyone using it? No, don't trust no, people. Don't trust my housemates to respect the Teflon. The the, the non, non non Teflon. Excuse me. Sorry. It's not Teflon. It's I, ceramic. I misspoke. <laughs> I thought to myself, well, your girlfriend's having an event. I want to buy her a special gift as well. Mm-hmm. But as I arrived at the park and gave my gift to her, I saw you and realized, wait a minute, Dion had his birthday last week, yep. but didn't have an event for it. 
Mm. Can I ask if you're offended at all that I didn't buy you a gift? Or did I have an event for it? Ah. Ah. Um, no, I'm not offended, even though it does constitute one of my top love languages. Uh, not offended by it at all. But Christian, why do you think, was it just the event well, that determined that? Because I don't think that's what it was. I think it's the fact that you want to get in with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not in that kind of way. But like, I think you've got more, as a friend of mine, you've got more to prove to my girlfriend than you do to me. I can't that's a really believe, good point. I yeah. can't believe how off you are about really? this. Yeah, it's exclusively about the event. I saw it that if someone's going to the effort of having an event and they're going to be, I, I imagine, putting on a spread, there's going to be people there, it implies that this is a birthday event and you need to bring gifts. I think I think because you got the gift from both of them before and I think you're better off either doing none or doing both. Yeah. I think the fact that there's an event tied to it shouldn't matter. So I think... Dion probably should have got something if uh, his girlfriend was going to get something. Thank God there's no statute of limitations on gift giving, Christian. The 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 door is my door is still firmly open. I have one follow up question before I go and buy you a cheap gift, Dion. Did you? have the idea to get me the gift or did your girlfriend? I know I did because I knew you would appreciate it heaps. Yeah, I'll get you a gift. Yeah. <laughs> what about this, Dion? If he hadn't had a birthday event, would you have got him the gift? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh, Most sorry. I said birthday. <laughs> he didn't have a birthday. <laughs> if I great. skip this year. <laughs> um, if he would have had an event. Oh, that's a really good because question. Because that's what I'm asking. Is the gift giving tied to the event? No, well, I think a big part of it is it's you're seeing that person on the day. So you have that moment of happy birthday to you here is a gift today on your birthday for me it's how much the person appreciates a gift and you appreciate those sort of gifts heaps so i reckon i would have yeah what if what if you you weren't seeing him till a week later uh i would have brought it around i like the delayed birthday present it sort of extends the birthday personal yeah you'd go post rather than pre i wouldn't go the post it's too big for the post (laughs) But you would you always give it? I think you'd always give it after the before, would you? Or would you give it before with the anticipation they open it on their birthday? Is that a better outcome? I'm I'm happy to give a birthday gift before, after, any time, as long as because the thing is as well, inevitably people get too excited and they go just just get this off. It's burning a hole in my hands. Out of interest, Christian, did I wrap that present? Did I wrap the uh, the pan? What you did was you put the pan in a very large gift bag. Interesting, interesting. It's something I've been doing lately because yep. I think. Gift wrapping is very wasteful, and yep. people. And also, one of the most frustrating things is watching someone carefully try and open up a gift wrap <laughs> yeah, present. Just rip, it. just rip it open. Yeah. You know, what are you trying to do? Preserve the sticky tape? No one cares. <laughs> yep. Just rip it open. Just do it really quickly. Although some people reuse the wrapping paper. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, decided to put it in a bag. What do you think of that? Was that as good a reveal as the as wrapping paper? Um, maybe not. Maybe not a great reveal. But the gift was fine. The gift yeah, was that great. Is the problem. Yeah. The, the un- there is something very special about the peel back and you slowly work out what it is. Probably not the same effect with a frying pan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think true. if that's wrapped up, you could have known what do it you, is. Do yeah. you know where I think that's originated from? I reckon I know. What do you think it is? I just thought of where it is. Willy Wonka. It's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> oh. it's, te- it's peeling it back to see the golden ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah because no one wrapped presents before 1976. <laughs> What do you think it's from, Dion? Um, I reckon it's from... This is such... I just reckon it's from Scratchies. <laughs> Which, Even more modern. Overseas <laughs> listeners, those little things that you scratch, little silver things, and they reveal money. I think it's from them. I think hey, it's from them. No, but is it... Well, no, that just plays into the fact that clearly there's some human thing about 
slowly revealing something bit by bit that we must get off on. I'd love to know. Isn't that, that's, the, that's a tease. Yeah, that's a tease. That's the sexy reveal that Josh had in. <laughs> I think that was season one. That's a season one reference. Did you keep the bag, Dion, though? Did you get it back afterwards? Christian. Or is that or is that part of a gift? Is that gift bag then for yeah. Christian to use? I think it's for Christian to use. So I wouldn't have taken it back. I'm getting into the hang of offering to give the gift bag back. I did it just for Easter that just passed. My auntie gave me some... Oh. My auntie gave me a replacement for ruggers. She said, I know you're on the lookout for a really comfortable pair of shorts. Oh, how'd she and go? I think this, they're great. Really? Oh, they're great. But I need I need a good couple of months wearing them and then I'll get back to you guys. You're going to retire the old boys? No way. <laughs> has, the no mesh, way. has the mesh been cut out of the new ruggers? As, as, per, <laughs> as per every pair of clothing which gets retired, it just becomes what I'll wear if I ever paint a house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Do you ever use them as rags, old rags, to clean up cat, no, no, no. cat vomit? I think no, that's no, another no. reference to season no, three. No, Dion, I own enough towels to clean up <laughs> mess with those. We just uh, retired a burnt tea towel to the uh, rag pile. Oh, great. Oh, how'd you burn it? Valet. Uh, well, my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> uh, my girlfriend had it too close to the stove and it caught fire. Wow. Yeah. And I said, hang on, don't throw it out. Let's use it as a rag. Despite the fact in my house, I've never needed to use a rag. Dad, it made way more sense for him in the garage. Oh, oil, checking oil or something like that with the car. Get yeah. a rag. Yep, I've never needed a rag. No rag needed. You've never used a rag What do you before? use a rag for around the house? Uh, if there's a spill on the floor, rag it down. No, you don't. So your ruggers one day will be used to clear a spill on I the floor. I never said that I would turn my ruggers into a rag. <laughs> That's this isn't a, a ruggers to rag story. <laughs> Christian, Dion, it's time for a quick quiz. Dion, uh, name two best types of medical specialists. Oh, my God. Uh, ear, nose and throat. Quick. <laughs> Christian. Uh, children's hospital. <laughs> Dion, Dion. Skin, skin, skin. <laughs> uh, but, uh, thoracic surgeon. Okay, quick. Uh, Dion, name the two biggest things you can fit in your mouth. Uh, uh, I reckon an apple. Quick. Dion. <laughs> Dion, go. Uh, Dion and a grapefruit. Okay, okay, Many marshmallows. Okay, okay, Dion, name two animals you'd feel comfortable with driving your car. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Christian's cat. <laughs> A um, <laughs> go, uh, mountain goat. <laughs> um, mountain lion. <laughs> so some of you may have seen recently that I did a post on our social media that I signed the back of my credit card for one of the first times uh, ever. Congratulations. And I also realised that I sent a photo of my CVV. <laughs> so for anyone... <laughs> Anyone, this is just a, sh- a shout out. For anyone that screenshot that, please delete it immediately. <laughs> we trust you, Patrick, <laughs> implicitly. Um, but also, uh, I've realised recently that I do sign things way too quickly. I don't take the time to read through what they're about oh. because my boss uh, just has been handing me some forms recently and saying, hey, can you sign this for me? Can you sign this? And I've just been signing them. And most recently, I signed a page which had signature, and then a single line of text above it. And I signed it, gave it to him, and I said, I, I put a stop to it there, and I said, what What am I signing? <laughs> just give me, give me, just give me something. Did you read it? Did you read that single no, line? He goes, oh, no, it's nothing, it's nothing. Oh, my God. It's up to you. You've put your name to that, mate. You're stuffed. Yeah, yeah I am stuffed. That's so he's gonna, strange. He's going to sell me to China. <laughs> um, but then when we were talking, I raised this with you, um, Dion, a couple of weeks ago, and you made a very interesting point, which was you used to write 
almost exclusively with pencil. You find that so funny, don't you, Christian? It's, it's hilarious, isn't it? It's very childlike. <laughs> it was. I was a child when I did it. <laughs> Hang on, but you said you still prefer using a pencil now. Well, I know. So I used to write with pencils, and the reason was my handwriting was shocking. <laughs> it was so bad that I always needed to use an eraser, and so I always used to write with pencils. Did you never get your pen license, Dion? I don't know if I did. <laughs> I, I, it, I didn't sign the back of it, that's for sure. Um, but one thing, then I gravitated from normal pencils to the pacer. Mm. And the pacer was, I loved pacer pencils so much. You know, with the long bits of lead, you click them. That made... It's the best of both worlds. Oh, it's so it's the good. Frame, no. The frame of a pen, it's like but so the heart good. of a lead pencil. <laughs> it's like a criminal dressing up to go to court. <laughs> it's a cheap man's pen. Just stick yourself in I, the pen world, Dion. No, no, yeah. It's beautiful. I'm with Dion on this. I do like pencils, especially when we're working on the show and stuff. And I like... One of the things I like about it, obviously... A raising's great if yeah. you're making changes, but the shading. A raising's great. A raising's great. <laughs> but the shading you can do. What the, what the hell are you doing shading when you're writing notes? No, if you need to bold something or something or underline what? something, it's you great. Can't, you can't what? bold your own handwriting. Yes, you can. Do you think that's where bold has come from? <laughs> yeah, they write over bold? It. Yeah, they write over it and over it and over it again. Wait, can you italicize your own Yeah, you rub it out and write it on an angle. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I... I have a very important question. Almost the most important question of season three. I'll preface it that way. What was the other side of the razor for? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yes. I was just thinking the same thing. It was. It was. What color was it, Christian? So, uh, it was like a pinkish hue, I think. Oh, yeah, pink or blue. Or no, blue. I was going to say the worst one, which is the pen eraser, is the bloody grey gravel one. Unbe- that's, you know, that's the that's one. That's what I'm talking about. That all, one. all that does Hang on. is just rip your page apart. Is, it a, is that what it is? It's a I'm pen sure eraser. I'm pretty sure it's for pens. The point of pen is it's permanent. Yes. Yeah. So what's it? So is it actually for pens? Uh, yeah, it's to uh, just rip your page apart. That's yeah, what it's yeah. for. Just make it as gravelly as possible. It's, it's so strange. Remove that piece of page. <laughs> no, but didn't. But then after that, after the after the pacer, it uh, what evolved was the pen and the the erasable pen. And I was erasable like, erasable pen. What you haven't that's seen? Just an erasable a pen, pen? That's a pencil, dear. No, 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 there's an erasable pen. <laughs> what? What do you erase it with? You erase it with a normal eraser. You haven't what? seen it? Erasable ink. No. Really? Nah. Ah. Oh. That's that's at the that's at that other huge. side this of the eraser. Is, this is. is like a meeting of the minds here. Hang on, yeah. explain thought, more about this erasable pen. Well, it's a pen and it erases. <laughs> Great. I thought you were going to go towards whiteout. Oh, uh, whiteout was interesting. And whiteout, you're whiteout in a lot of trouble. Shocking. It's fine if you get it clean, but if you make that second mistake over the whiteout, like it slips and the uh, pen, it doesn't dry enough, no, yeah. you're completely well, stuffed. The only good whiteout is the one that you roll onto the paper. The tape. Yeah. The one, the one that you need to dip and paint like, like what do you call it? <laughs> Nail polish. Yeah. It's so bumpy. Yeah. It's like riding on the back of a credit card. And then, <laughs> and then you got to use nail polish remover to remove the whiteout. <laughs> Actually, I did want to write back. Get <laughs> that off. Yeah, but that's all come around in our lifetime. Like, it started with the brush, then you got to the ballpoint whiteout, yeah. and then the evolution on that was... Ta- what, are, what are school kids using these I days? don't know. That's a great question. I'd love to know. Do you think there's been advancements in pens? Maybe. In pen technology? Pen tech. Uh, if you think... <laughs> <laughs> If you think of the if you think of the ballpoint pen, that is quite a brilliant invention. Well, it's brilliant. It is brilliant in particular for me being a left-hander. Oh. I don't understand why there are pens still that exist that take so fucking long to dry. Oh, felt tip. Who's using felt tips? <laughs> Get them out. Yeah, people that support felt tip use don't <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> All they're good for is signing the back of the credit card. That's all they should be used I lo- for. What about thin felt tip pens? They're amazing. You're doing calligraphy but, and stuff, yeah. eh? But the, the beauty of a ballpoint pen is that you can get that perfect cursive writing because it's got that real, that beautiful 
ballpoint that allows you to just flow. They're so temperamental, though, ballpoint pens. Sometimes they'll work and you'll think, oh, this is running out, this is running out, just about to chuck it out, and then it's beautifully flowing in like a beautiful waterfall (laughs) of ink. Uh, In in perfect style of season three, can one of you make up a reason as to why people would blow hot air on the end of their ballpoint pen to get it to work again? That sounds like a perfectly reasonable thing to do. What do you think, Josh? Um, But why? I imagine that... You know how sometimes when you breathe hot air, it gets wet on things? Like if yeah. you did it on the window, it's a bit wet and maybe it just lubricates the ballpoint a bit. Do you understand why yes. that happens when you breathe hot air on a window? You sound like, you know how sometimes when that happens when you breathe on a window and, yeah, you, get, and you get some... On a, on a cold surface. Yeah, con- why did... Condensation. Is it? No, but how weird is it that you, you purse your lips and blow cold air? It doesn't do anything. But open your mouth wide, hot air. Where does it drip? Guys, just... <laughs> just- <laughs> Guys, just letting you know, we don't have Mark the scientist. We don't have Mark, Mark the microbiologist in this episode. You'll have to wait till yeah. next season till he fact checks the whole of this episode. But how great is that? That we as humans can can just change how wide our mouth is open, and it changes the temperature of the air coming out. Yeah. We started talking about pens, and we're onto this. <laughs> we're onto this now. But it makes you think: Why aren't like heaters and air conditioners uh, like what, just mouths? Yeah, yeah. Why aren't they just mouths? Like we've modelled planes on birds. Why not air, air, that, air conditioners? On mouth. There's a lot of people <laughs> looking for work in our society. <laughs> but with the ballpoint pens, what's your go-to technique if it's dry and not working? Do you do you do, yeah. you, do are you a furious scribbler on the yep. side? Yeah, furiously yeah. until it rips like an eraser. <laughs> but do you know what's shocking is that you always have to find a separate bit of paper because it's so embarrassing when someone sees that little you know scribble. And you know what's yeah. crap for doing it? Bloody newspaper's awful for it. Yeah, that yeah. gets shocking. shredded to shreds. How, how hard in that moment is it finding that piece of paper? It's yeah. so difficult. All paper has ceased to exist <laughs> I know, at you, that moment. You just need a stack of envelopes <laughs> next to yeah, where Yeah, envelopes are perfect because they like that double thickness. But why are we so reluctant to write on envelopes? It's about the squiggle It's about the embarrassment of the squiggle My technique is though I kind of do deep and hard and slow Because I'm (laughs) Really? Because I'm Wait what are we talking about? (laughs) I clear my pens how I make love (laughs) But the whole thing is You're trying to get that ballpoint moving again so it's not about like you just got to get it moving a little bit. Is that it? That's all you're See, trying to do. I'll go. I'll go soft and fast. <laughs> <laughs> On an envelope, typically you'll do it soft and very fast. No, no, no. I, I, I always, I had the luxury growing up of a mother who used to hoard spare paper. So anytime oh. there was any paper lying around, she'd go, put that on the pile. And we just mm. had these piles of spare paper. Can I just do my own very quick, quick quiz? Um, with envelopes, <laughs> I'm a bit preoccupied with them. Do you um, apply your tongue directly to the envelope or do you wet your finger and then uh, apply it to the adhesive? Wet, wet your finger? Yeah. Why would you do that? You've watched too much Seinfeld, mate. Yeah, I think, I think it's a Seinfeld. Straight lip, lip to rim, mate, every time. <laughs> oh, really? What about if someone else has done it? <laughs> do you know what's really frustrated me recently? And I'm not sure whether envelope technology has advanced and I haven't caught up with it, but I've been licking a lot of envelopes recently... And none of them have been sticking. I can't get yeah, good purchase. I completely agree. What is what? Are, I'm. I think that it's now a heat tech. Maybe where you're supposed to rub it. No, seal. are they old? No, no. Any envelope. Them, I can't seal it. A lot it. of them yeah. these days have the peel. No, no, no. This has got no peel. That, Christian's no peel. not buying the ones with the peel. You <laughs> nah. can tell he's not buying the ones. I with want the, peel. the authentic experience. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lick my envelope. You know, I agree. They're like my woman. <laughs> So old school man still licking his envelopes. <laughs> but what you were saying before about your mum hoarding the paper, I feel like 
when I was a kid, so much more printing was going on. Yeah, yeah so much more printing. printing. But don't your parents still print stuff out? <laughs> they still print it out. Like my dad will make a hotel booking, and he, he said to me the other day, I made a hotel booking. He was like, You better make sure you save that and you print it out. Yeah, I was yeah, like, What's the point yeah, of doing no, both? Yeah, I took a whole folio with me of all my all my bookings when I went overseas. What? Do you know what the most frustrating? Don't get upset about that, Dion. Wait for this one. My mum had printed off a recipe and had an iPad not used. Sitting, uh-huh. propping the recipe up. Oh, <laughs> that is so good. Come on. That is so great. Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? So now it's time for Really Good. We'd like to thank you all for your contributions throughout Season 3. There have been such good contributions on Really Good Fridays. Otto and Spike has been such a big supporter of us and we've been able to send you socks for the best really goods. So this week, we're going to focus on you... The Patchworkers. Do you know what Little Miss Nescafe thinks is really good? When you discover that a person you're trying to stalk on Instagram has changed their profile from private to public. Yes, really really good. good. Really good. Really good. good. And one of our recent winners of Really Good Friday, you know what Verity Pickles thinks is really good? When there's already water in the kettle before you go to use it. <laughs> really, good. Really good. really good. Really good. And recently we had our patchwork night at Josh's Comedy Festival show and some listeners turned up and I got talking to one of them and she, I, I challenged her to come up with a really good on the spot and she rose to the occasion. Do you know what Philippa, a.k.a. McPip, thinks is really good? When someone opens the door at a pub and lets a cool breeze in. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really, really good. You know This is literally the final episode of season three of Welcome to Patchwork. We have had a blast. It's been incredibly fun. Um, We'd like to thank all of you for listening, um, for telling your friends. That's really the best way we can grow if you tell your friends. Yeah, and this is the perfect time now when we're in the off season. If you know anyone who might enjoy the show, let them know. They can catch right up and get ready for season four. And in some really good news, Josh, Game Boy is nominated again for the Golden Gibber at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yeah, I got nominated in uh, 2017 and then the show this year got nominated again. So yeah, it was awesome to be nominated. I didn't win, but a really good company with the show. And in really, really exciting news, we have been nominated for the second year in a row for Best Comedy uh, at the Australian Podcast Awards. Yeah. Um, the award ceremonies in Sydney, we're really, really looking forward to it. We're in awesome company. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're thrilled and um, hopefully you can come see us at our live show, uh, which is on the 25th of May on Saturday. Um, get your tickets. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. So once again, we'd really like to thank you for your support. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for making this such a joy to make for you guys. We'll see you in season four. Uh, We'll let you know on social media when we're coming back. But as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, My patch is you, Dion, finally getting your pen license by writing down the phrases, I'm sorry and no problem, 100 (laughs) times. And Christian, what patch did you sew into your quilt for the last time in season three? Well, Josh, for the last time in season three, I sewed into my patch, Dion, using a grey lead pencil to sign incorporation documents for his new company. (laughs) (laughs) 
And Dion, what did you sew into your final patch? I sewed into my patch me struggling to read a message from my unfunny friend Philip because it's written in German using whiteout. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for Season 3. We will see you very soon. Hope to see you at the live show. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Have you seen how the games that you can play now on calculators? Are they? Can you play with <laughs> what? <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> you can effectively play like the games that we played on Game Boys. Really? On a calculator. Have you seen the calculators you could get on your phone? <laughs> <laughs>